Hi guys. Hello guys. Welcome to their podcast. The Dennis and Rayhan podcast. My name is Rayhan Ramadan Adia Putra. You or you can just call me Rayhan and this is my partner. Hi, my name is Dennis Rodigama Said. Or you can just call me Dennis. Anyways, what are what are we going to discuss, Rayhan? Yeah, about science, Dennis. Yeah, well, I know that, but about what? Well, about vibrations, waves, and sounds. Oh, okay. Okay, so guys, let's begin with the vibrations first. So, Dennis, do you know what vibration is? Yes. Well, based on what I know, the vibration is a periodic motion in which an object moves back and forth repeatedly about the equilibrium point. Uh, yes, so that's the definition of vibration. The vibration has an example, which is a pendulum. Uh, the pendulum has three points, which is point A on the left side, B on the middle side, and C on the right side. Uh, the pendulum has bob, where when you pull it uh, to the point A, it will go to the point C through the point B. And then I have a question. So, Dennis, do you know what? One vibration is so. One vibration is when the bob on the pendulum swings from point A to B to C, then swings back from C to B to A. Yes, so that's one vibration. If the bob only swings to the point from the point A to C, it's half vibration. Rehan, I've read about period and frequency, but I think I forgot what they are. So, what are they? Um, so the period or capital T is time taken in second for one complete vibration. When there are vibrations or N and then there also time or T, to find period is T divided by N or time divided by vibration. Oh. Um, meanwhile, frequency or F is the number of complete vibration in one second. The unit of frequency is hertz. To find the frequency is 1 divided by period. I understand now. But I think that's enough for vibration. Yeah. Other than vibrations, there are also waves. There's a link between vibrations and waves, which is the waves are caused by vibrations. The definition of a, of a wave is a disturbance of matter that transfer, transfers energy and propagates through a medium. Waves are two types, and that is electromagnetic waves and mechanical waves. Electromagnetic waves are waves that travel without a medium. Meanwhile, mechanical waves need a medium to transfer the energy from one point to another. The example of electromagnetic waves are light waves and radio waves. And the example of mechanical waves are sound waves and ocean waves. There are another two types of waves. They are based on the direction of vibration of the particles relative to the direction of propagation of the waves, which are transverse waves and longitudinal waves. So, in the transverse waves, the particles are perpendicular to its propagation's direction. For example, when you hold a rope on one side and your friend is holding it on the, or on the other side and then you whip the rope, the rope will make a wave. 
If you try it, you can see the rope will wave vertically, and the direction of the rope between you and your friend is horizontal. So that's why the transverse waves are perpendicular. In transverse waves, there will be a crest and trook. The pattern is crest and then trook and then crest and then trook, and yeah, it continues like that. Wavelength and wavelength in the symbol is lambda. In transverse waves, the wavelength is the length between two crests or two troughs. The unit of wavelength is meter. Also, also wave has the amplitude. In the transverse wave, the amplitude is the height between the direction to the crest or the direction to the trough. Yeah. Now, the longitude in the wave is that the particles are parallel. Yeah, so remember guys, the transverse wave's particles are perpendicular. Meanwhile, the longitudinal wave's particles are parallel. Yeah. Yes, and the example is the sound waves. Transverse waves have crest and trough, but longitudinal waves don't have crest and trough. Instead, they have compression and rarefraction. When the particles on longitudinal waves are close to each other, it's called compression. And when the particles are far from each other, it's called rarefraction. The wavelength in longitudinal waves is the length between two consecutive rarefaction or two consecutive compression. Don't forget the unit of wavelength is meter. Now let's play with waves for a minute. Now Graham just explained vibration before. The waves has period, which is the time taken for particles in the median to one complete cycle. And the frequency, which is how much cycles in one second. Remember, the formula to find frequency is 1 divided by period and the unit of frequency is hertz. For example, if the period is 10 seconds, the frequency will be 0.1 hertz. Because the find frequency is 1 divided by period. So 1 divided by 10 equals 0.1 hertz. There also will be a speed or velocity or the symbol is V. It's how fast the waves propagate through a medium. To find the speed of wave is wavelength divided by period, or frequency times wavelength. For example, when the wavelength is a thousand centimeters and the period is two seconds, the speed will be five meters per second. Why five, not five hundred? Because you need to change the centimeters to matter first, so 1000 centimeters is 10 meter, and then you divide the 10 with 2, so the answer will be 5 meter per second. Another example is when the wavelength is 30 meters, and the frequency is 2 hertz, the speed will be 60 meters per second, because the frequency times wavelength. So 30 times 2 equals 16 meter per second. Yeah. So uh, that's waves for you. So uh, in longitudinal waves, there is a sound wave. So now we are gonna learn about the sound waves. 
Well, yeah, so sound is an example of longitudinal waves. Sound can travel through anything. Yeah, so it can travel through solids, liquids, and gases. However, can't pass through the vacuum or empty space. Sound travels faster in solid because it travels faster in denser material. So sound travels in gas slower than liquid and solids. To prove that sound travels faster in solids, try to put your ear to the wall, to the wall, and then you knock on the other side of the wall or next to the wall, you can hear the sound directly, the sound of your knocking the wall directly. While in gases, when it's raining and the lightning strikes, you will see the light first and then you will hear the lightning sound later. That's the proof why sound travels slower in the gases. Talking about medium of sounds, do you know how to measure the speed of sound, Dennis? Measure the speed of sound is distance divided by time taken. Distance in meter and the time taken is in second. And the speed is in meters per second. For example, if the distance is 12 meters and the time is 6 seconds, the speed is 2 meters per second. Okay, now we have a question for audience it's just for exercising so what the what is the question then is if we know the speed of sound is 20 meters per second and the distance is for 400 centimeters how much is the time taken that's the question you can replay replay it to listen to the question again. You can pause this podcast to find the answer for the question first or you can just continue because we will answer the question from 3 seconds from now. Okay, so what is the answer, Danis? The answer is 5 seconds. Just need to change from centimeter to meter first. 4 centimeters equals 4 meters, 4 meter, 4 meters, and then the final speed is distance divided by time. So to find time taken, speed divided by distance, so 20 divided by 4 equals 5 seconds. So how is the answer guys? Is it same or not? If you guys answer correctly, nice job. If not, good luck next time. The answer is 5 seconds. Yes. After the sound travels, it can reach our ears. How do we hear sound? Well, we need to learn uh, the structure of our ears. Ears can convert sound energy into electrical signals that will travel to our brain. Ear has three parts, which are outer ear, middle ear, and inner ear. In the outer ear, 
there will be a pinna which is a shape to collect the sun energy and then uh, the sun energy will travel through our ear canal to the middle part of ear in middle ear there will be an eardrum eardrum is a thin layer of tissue and its function is to continue the sound energy and protect the rest of ear from infection the sound energy will be continued to the ossicles ossicles are bones that will work together to pass the sound waves to the cochlea cochlea is part of the inner ear when the sound energy reaches cochlea it will send the electrical signals to our brain um so uh, there is one more topic it's about the types of sounds oh yeah you're right about that right because sounds has types and they are based on the frequency okay so uh the first is infrasound the infrasound is a sound that has frequency less than 20 hertz the example of uh, infrasound is earthquake uh, who can hear the infrasound uh, elephants and giraffes they can hear the infrasound we cannot hear sound below 20 hertz because human only can hear the audible sound the audible sound is the sound has frequency in 20 until 20,000 hertz the example is people talking you can only hear the audible sound as we grow older our hearing deteriorates and their frequency range becomes smaller and the last one is the ultrasound so the ultrasound is sound that has frequency more than 20,000 hertz ultrasonic waves are used in medical procedures it can be used for prenatal examination. It's harmless. Also, dolphins and bats can hear ultrasound. Well, Ryan, I think that would be the end of our podcast. Yes, uh, so the topic is about vibration, sounds, and waves. Well, thank you guys for listening to our podcast. Yes, thank you so much. You guys are very helpful just for listening to our podcast. My name is Dennis. And my name is Rayhan. Thank you so much and see you soon. Goodbye.